Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, music. this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline. Welcome, everyone, to AVA Live Radio. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, and we are talking to indie artists from all over the world on Behind the Music Series. That's where you are at. On the show, I have Kristen Mora coming on to talk about her new single and also maybe she's going to share a little bit of tippage with us about hustle (laughs) we're an indie artist and a songwriter today this is turn on the gravity with Turn on the Gravity coming out of Boston. I bet you it's still cold there. Hey, Kristen, how are you? Good, and yourself? I am good. Is it still cold there? It's actually 50 degrees, so even though that's cold for somebody else, it's like spring weather here for me. 
Because I'm I'm used it's, to it being about 10 degrees at night and this during the day, but it can also be even colder. So you got to take what you get. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm getting ready to leave, but I'm like actually watching the temperature every day. <laughs> I'm literally squeezing out the last little bits of, of warm sunshine before I go anywhere. <laughs> but everything's like packed and ready to go. <laughs> Isn't that funny? So when do you so officially it? When do I leave? Well, it's yep. it's literally like day by day. I mean, I'm, we're really like prepared you know like I'm I'm used to doing things on the road so it's never gonna like interrupt what you hear from me um as far as on the show but it's like one of those things where this is like my very very last winter here down in Florida and so I'm kind of milking it for everything <laughs> you know, but I am looking forward to getting back up north though. I, I miss it. You know, you miss the change of season and you miss all of like the really cool things that you can do there and uh, certainly right. the scenery, you know, I'm like, I, I love the green and it's, but I'm kind of like beached out and humidity is just a killer. So you know how it goes, right? Oh, Definitely. <laughs> so tell me about your mojo these days, you know, like, okay, is winter tougher for you or to get things done? Because I know that, you know, there's been a couple of times that you and I have, have chatted and it's always been about, you know, making sure you get from one place to the other safely. Is that mixed in there with like, as far as your progress and getting things done, do you get more done in the winter or less? I say it's about the same, but at the same time, I want to say, because I have a day job on top of everything I do that's music-oriented. So I like to plan days off and still focus on music. So I'm still doing something, and those days off I try to do with warmer temperatures than winter because I can't exactly Mm -hmm. film a music video in the snowy blizzards, you know, as much as I filmed one of my videos in 20-degree water. Like, it's still possible to do, but do I really want to do that on every single video? (laughs) Probably not. That must have been so painful. Is that the video that we were were shooting about for you, where you were laying in the water? Was that done outside? That was done outside at Revere Beach in March. So the waters haven't even warmed up at that point. But at the same time, uh, we had filmed everything else for the video in, like, October, November. And even though that was outside, it was like, what was that? So uh, four or five months later, and we still haven't even wrapped up the video shoot for it. So we just said, you know what? We're doing it, and we're just going to get it done. (laughs) Well, you are so brave. (laughs) I don't know what, I I don't know how I would have felt about the water. You know, I can handle like a lot, right? I can handle all kinds of things between, uh, Snow, I happen to really love snow, you know, like I'll get in the hot tub in the middle of the snow because it's just, it's just the best thing in the world. But I don't know that I can do like cold water. That's the one thing that, you know, I'm used to heated pools. <laughs> so I don't think I could have done that one. <laughs> I wish I could have some heated pools to do all this stuff because one of my tidal yeah. waves was also done in a mini pool section, but not like a full on pool. It was like a stand in yeah. kind of thing, but I still right. got wet. But at least yeah. that was indoors. 
Oh, my gosh. And still very cold to be up in Chicago, no doubt. What does hustle mean for you? Because I wrote a blog post the other day based off of a conversation actually I had on the on the station uh, two days ago. And it was like we were talking about hustle for creatives and like how all these influencers are like, no, you got to hustle. You have to hustle better than the next guy. Otherwise, they're going to take your place. And it kind of gives people this impression that like, you're going to be beat out by someone with less talent just because they're willing to move faster. And I, I don't exactly agree with that. A lot of people ask me that. So I thought I'd put that question to you because as a creative, my opinion is that you need to be really focused on your skills and development and growth because that's how you're going to be your best self. So all the hustle in the right. world doesn't make up for the fact that that's not there, you know? So mm-hmm. it's very confusing, I think, to artists where they think that they don't need to grow or they don't have time to grow and push themselves because they're in this weird got to hustle to get more fans, get more likes, get more everything. You know what I mean? Right. And it's not even about the likes anymore. It's not about numbers. It's not about who who's hustling more than the next it comes down to who are you true fans who do you even know who you want to be if you don't know who you want to be all that hustle trying to get numbers and fans and people buying your stuff it's not going to work because unless until you find out who you want to be people aren't going to gravitate towards you because they don't they can't see the real you so it's not about being competitive in the industry as competitive as it is for mainstream artists, independent artists really need to focus and hone in on themselves. I had a conversation with someone for the first time yesterday, and we were talking about ideas that we can kind of give fans. So whether it's e-lyric books, poetry, uh, sheet music, and all these sort of things. So you really have to have a conversation about yourself and what you want to do off someone else that's a creative and kind of you kind of get a better better picture of who you are and what you want to do because the ideas are already right in front of you it's just a matter of honing in on which ones you want to put forward mm-hmm. yeah making that happen and that's kind of like the hustle i think that is for the creative where like entrepreneurs i mean let's face it most entrepreneurs don't have a unique idea they have a version of a unique idea. In other words, it's being done, but they're just kind of like putting a a spin on it and building a brand around it. So it's kind of apples to apples, you know, as far as quality and concept and things like that, where artists, you know, everyone is unique. There is no one that is the same or they shouldn't be. And if they are, you know, the the copycat will fall by the wayside anyway. It's not, they're not going to be the one that lasts long-term because it's not really them. So what you say about figuring out who you are is really important. And the hustle part is just about getting it done. You know what I mean? I, I totally agree like, with I have that. People tell me, I have people tell me all the time that my music isn't ready to compete with a mainstream artist on the radio. But I, my response to that, well, I myself, I'm still doing this. And this is who I am as an artist. If someone doesn't like it, they don't have to listen to it. But... I'll find people along the way that are going to do that and organically grow. Well, that's a good point too. And I think that we're in a different, we're in a very different environment as artists than we ever were. I mean, that, that 
comment is based on the way music used to be. And it's funny, we, we talked about this on the show yesterday, too. And this was about, like, one of the artists went to a showcase and did his music, right? He's in hip-hop, and the guy signing people or looking for someone to develop said, you know, I would love to sign you, but you're too different. We're looking for pop hip-hop. And he goes, well, why is this not a pop showcase then, you know? And he's like, it's just that, you know, this is where the trend is right now at this moment. So this is who we're looking for. And it really goes to speak to how pathetic is it that that poor guy's got to work in something that he doesn't really believe in, but he thinks it's the trend. So therefore that's this artist he has to sign at that moment. He can't sign the artist he really believes in. But we have an environment where that is really taken out of the mix because you can self-produce. And you can make your videos and you can build an entire fan base around the music that is you and that identifies you as an artist. And you don't need anybody to make that decision or give you the money up front because, you you know, you can just do it. Definitely. I found that a lot of artists have not been able to figure out direction right? How hard did you struggle with direction as you went along? And where do you feel that you are right now with your direction? Do you feel like you're in the perfect place or is there still somewhere that you're working on getting in this year? I think I'm in a perfect spot with what I'm doing in terms of artistry versus songwriting, because this is all, it's not that it's new or anything. But when you work with different people and they say, this would be really great to pitch to Sync and this and that. And right now I'm pitching music to Blake Shelton, Luke Bryan, uh, Kenny Chesney. So (laughs) even though I'm doing that, I still have the whole artistry side too. So I have a lot of unreleased material that I'm pitching, but it's like another side. So it's a balancing act of what you want to focus on. But I'm still doing it, so. How many hours a day are you able to dedicate to your music and the business? The better question would be, how many hours do I sleep? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. It gets away from you, right? It's hard to find the balance. I have to say that uh, when I get involved in projects, I mean, even writing projects, you know, and, and taking on an artist to work with at the station, I get really involved and, and then I have to find some kind of balance there because I get like wrapped in, you know, like I'll, there's so many people that want help and I'll get really tied into it and end up taking on too much, like too many. Right. And then my own projects have to, uh, have to stop and cease to exist. (laughs) So there's a balance with everything. I think for everyone, you know, we tend to, when you're passionate about something, though, it's really difficult, isn't it? Is it hard to put it away for you? Oh, yeah, of course. And then sure enough, oh, hey, it's 5 a.m., but I have to be up at 7.30 for work. Yeah, I know those days. <laughs> so, just so, so true. What are your favorite things to work on every single day? Like, what is it that gets you up in the morning and you're like, I can't wait to do this function or this part? Well, unfortunately, the first thing I do when I wake up is have to actually go to my day job. So it's not exactly exciting. So <laughs> I, can't, I yeah. can't start out the day with music as much as I would hope. But eventually, yeah. when all the 
sync opportunities and things start kind of rolling in how they should because I just started doing it a couple months and you're not going to get yeses right away. So it's a waiting game. But once you get that one and then more trickle in, this is the feedback that you're getting from bigger things. So when one person hears it, more people are going to hear it. It's just the funnel effect. Yeah, that's so true. It's very important to be building for long term, and that's what you're describing. You know, for artists that might mm-hmm. be listening to our broadcast today, it's like every single thing you do is a piece that will come back to you later. It builds your brand. It puts another piece of a footprint out there. And even if it's just introducing yourself to, you know, 25 new people a day, which is like kind of my habit that I've gotten into since the new year is I'm like, I noticed that that helps my growth. It helps engagement. It really does make a huge difference. Just figuring out who it is that just joined my social pages and who are they? You know, like, are they an artist? Are they a producer? Are they in radio? What is it that they're doing? And I found that that has really like expanded my growth fast because um, I, I thought I was talking to a lot of people, but when you start tackling 25 new people a day and that compounds, you don't realize like how wide the reach actually is. And then you start thinking of things like, okay, how am I going to stay in touch with all these people? Like what kind of system can I stay put in place where I don't lose the contacts and, you know, they're getting delivered the content that I do put out. So I think, Trying to figure that whole balance out is really important for artists, too, because I, I see where growth really does separate you from the people that you really want to take with you. You know what I mean? Yep. Of course. I'm like how I stay in touch with people through my iPad, because literally these tools have been lifesavers for me. And I found ways to like, you know, get a message out to a mass amount of people at once and not have to deal with the social media algorithm. How do you reach people? Like, what is your process? I, I try to post every day, but I've kind of been bad with Instagram. I'm not going to lie, but it's still <laughs> consistent nonetheless. Like, I, I try to respond to all the comments, even if it's not the same day I post. I respond in like the middle of the night, which most people are not awake, except you and I. But it, <laughs> the yeah, engagement is still there. <laughs> I know, you know, I sleep for like little bits of time and then I get up. <laughs> so sometimes you'll see me pop at like four and I'm like, I hear these ding, ding, ding. And I'm like, oh, I forgot to turn the phone off. And then, you know, you there and you're like, I wonder if I was just out of the visit. And you take it before you know it. <laughs> Everybody else too. <laughs> That's funny. As an artist, do you feel like you've grown emotionally in the past few years? I think so, because as you work with different people, you kind of get a feel for who you are, even though you've been working with people and they're new to you, they make you kind of think about other things that you're capable of. Like the newer producer I'm working with, I've done a hundred percent lyrics. And before it was always like a co-ride or my lyrics always got changed. So I feel like I'm more me now than I was six years ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Who do, and that was who do you my think, dilemma with... I mean, six years is a know, long time, right? Mm-hmm. Six, I remember when I was like six years ago, and I'm certainly a different person today than I was six years ago. You know, like I've been through a lot, too, all at once. Do you feel like that, too? Well, I feel like I haven't changed as a person. However, 
I know more of the ins and outs of the industry to say no, or I know what I want and I know what I'm going for. So it's a more, more specific approach to this is what I want and no one can tell me otherwise. Have you ever reached like a plateau, you know, a feeling like you're not progressing and then just tried to push through it? Have you ever felt like that? Sometimes. And usually what you would do is just kind of create a to-do list of things that you know you need to do and accomplish. And even if you just accomplish the smallest of the things, you've progressed in something because you've taken it off your plate. Yeah, because I think it helps because you you certainly have like a direction, you know, and you kind of maybe don't even realize a lot of people aren't in your shoes, you know, where you can make a list to to see that progress Mm -hmm. and kind of boost yourself forward. I think that's a really important step. So it's it's really, really great that you've come to this space where you're so comfortable and you know what you need to learn and you know where you're going, you know what I mean, and and how mm-hmm. you're going to get there. That's, I think, some of the keys to making everything progress because, like, as humans, right, we need to feel like we're progressing. We can't just be standing right. still, you know. Otherwise, I don't know about you, but I feel, like, unhappy if I'm just standing still. It's certainly more relaxing rather than having to, you know, run around and try to accomplish 300 things for the day. But if you can stand still and do one, you've done something for the day, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, true. <laughs> yeah, true. Again, let's see if you know what you're doing, you're going to be progressing. And if you know what actions you need to take that day in order to get to tomorrow, then that's still progress. So it's like that motion and that movement. It's always a good thing. Kristen, thanks so much for being on the show. And thanks for talking about the music and what you've been up to. It's great to catch up. I agree. It's always fun chatting with you. (laughs) All right. I'll see you at 4 (laughs) a.m. I'll be there. (laughs) As Kristen Mora on AVA Live Radio, we were referring to Instagram because I tend to get on Instagram and scroll through and like just see what everybody's been doing that day and, um, you know, just like answer messages. And I always run into Kristen because she's always on there. So like it kind of shows you like who's uh, talking at the same time or like who's active and somehow we always run into each other or we answer messages. Be sure to join us both on Instagram. She is over at the Kristen Mora on Instagram. And uh, that's where I find her most of the time. But she's also on Twitter and Facebook. And then, of course, she's got a website, KristenMoraOfficial.com. Thanks to her for being on the show today and giving us that great conversation.